0: Log Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert. Your source for martial arts talk radio. Three, two, one, we're live.
1: She just wrote, Bob, say something. (laughs) This is sort of awkward. What do you want me to say? Oh, wow, now I can't play the video. Still can't hear you, though. is <clears throat> Oh! <clears throat> Holy crap! I can hear you.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yay! All right. So, what we need to do now, Bob? So, for Is those alive? of you. Yeah, we're going to go live. So for those of you that were listening only to the audio, sorry about that. Um, but most people catch us on Facebook anyway. I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. So I think what had happened was I had switched ports on my mixer, and I don't think my uh, computer read that my um, that I had switched ports. It uh, actually works as far as, like, picking up my as far as connecting to everything. I don't, think it, I don't think that happened. So let's go ahead and grab... Let's go ahead and grab my stream key again. Your what? Stream key.
1: It's called a stream key. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I want everybody to know you did it to me again this week. What's that? You absolutely did. You did it to me again this week. What did I I do? I am such the guy that you don't want on speakerphone. You text me. Says I'm gonna call, and we are going to be on Facebook Live when I call.
2: And you know why You're, that like, is? You're
1: warning me. And you You're know, warning what? me, so you don't say, so I don't say something stupid.
2: No. Or something else. And you, and you know, and you know why that is? Because I got all distracted why? on Amazon.com, and I went crap. It's already, you know, uh, 5:45, and I'm like, I'm normally like waiting for everything to like. Down to 5:45, and I hadn't set up my stream key. I hadn't, you know, gotten on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm just like, okay, you know, I need, to, <laughs> I need to, I need to text Bob. So anyway, um, gosh, Let's see here. All right, so let me get my stream key here real quick. Um. <coughs> Oh, you know, I'm going to see here. What happened to my Facebook Live? Where did you go? go live on Facebook. <clears throat> Come on, give me the live on Facebook thing. Come on, there we go. Say something about the video. Okay. All right, let me get my stream key copy. And then go back here, sitting in stream. apply. Okay. <clears throat> All right, let's start
0: streaming.
2: For the thing
3: to go on here, but it's green, green.
0: Okay, here, we go. Three, two, one. one.
1: I think, I think, we're <laughs> Are we
2: back? I think we're back. Damn, I hate it when stuff like that happens. Sorry about that, folks. I'm really sorry about that, but we are back. Let's start. <laughs> you know, I think, I think we should just start, uh, we should just start with, our, uh, with music and stuff like that. all right here we go
0: you're listening to the dynamic dojo show with restita and robert
4: your source for martial arts
0: talk radio three two one we're live
2: like that so it's fine um it, it was be funny when I started the show I was talking to Bob in the team room a ago and when we started Joe he couldn't hear me you guys out there could hear me um I could like uh, I could hear him and you guys couldn't hear him it was so weird so I decided you know what I'm gonna shut everything down and start a pull over again. and here we are Dynamic Dog Talk Radio with Millionaire <laughs> Lover, Bob, I'm going over there in sunny, hot yeah. Burbank.
1: Oh, is it hot? Oh, oh boy, is it hot? hot! It's about one, it? one ten, one fifteen today.
2: What? Serious? That's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's it's insanely hot right now. That's. Well, nice. I'll go more into that as we go into our announcements and everything else that we've got planned. And remember, this will be like our last show for the next three weeks.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Well, our last actual like formal show will be formal um, show.
1: That's right. Yeah,
2: our last formal show for the next three weeks because we will be broadcasting uh, from Dragon Fest. <clears throat> um, if there is time, uh, you know. I don't know. Maybe we could do something short. Um, well, no, we can do anything next Sunday because I'm, I'm going be to Michigan uh, and uh, get up there. And then
1: you'll be in the Bay Area the week you after, know, and then you'll be in the LA area the week after that.
2: Exactly. And I'll be the uh, Bay Area teaching the Pacific Association of Women Martial Arts, and well, uh, I'll talk a little about that later in the announcements. And then, of course, we will be broadcasting throughout the whole event interviews and stuff like that. It be great. Um, so drop by the booth, the Dynamic, Dojo, um, the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio booth, and say hi to me and Bob and Kathy Long. And it'll be fun. Look for the big banner that says Dynamic
1: Dojo Talk Radio.
2: So.
1: Well, and, you know, I announced today we're going to have a new look. This is the first time. We're going to have a, a revamping a little bit yeah. of the way our booths have looked in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh no more banner in front of the table, it's duct tape to the table or pinned to the tablecloth. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and I look back at that and go, How ghetto were we?
2: <laughs> um, we did it. I'm frozen. What's wrong with my feed? Why am I frozen? <laughs> 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 all I see all I see on the Facebook uh <laughs> Oh, I see how safe feed is what's going on. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so
1: we we were pretty ghetto. We we you know, we started off with a, a banner. We we got a lot of this stuff. We started with the first Dragon Fest after Michael brought it back and, and that was four years ago. So this is actually the fifth one. And we start off, you know, some brochures, some business cards, a uh, uh, banner taped to our table or pinned to our table. And then we got <laughs> the step and repeat the step and repeat banner, right? Uh, great, right, great. Right. And now we're stepping it up. We're getting a, a customized tablecloth. We're getting a retractable banner. And we still have our step and repeat, which I'm trying to find – if there's any room in the foyer, I'd like to put it out there because we're going to run out of room. Right. right. And because – you know you know what? Was, i got to tell you this, Rusty. This came up last night. I mentioned to to Michael how two years ago you and I had put our step and repeat banner next to his. Remember right. that at the uh, Airtel in Van Nuys?
2: Yeah,
1: it was – it, it
2: was it was pretty cool and everybody's up there to take their picture. It was awesome.
1: Right, except and here's what Michael noticed. I didn't notice until he mentioned it. He said nobody took their picture in front of my drop in front of my step and repeat. So he's not having one this year. And I said, That's funny. They're all taking it in front of ours.
2: <laughs> That's weird.
1: That is. Weird. Because ours was exactly right kitty corner to to Cynthia Rothrock's booth.
2: Yeah, you know, and I think, you know, if he has if he has a step and repeat, he should just have a different place. So that way, you well,
1: know, he he bought he got uh, retractable banners. And I think that's what he he just put those all over the place.
2: Oh, I see. I see. Okay, that way. It, Anyone can take a picture next to one of the banners, right?
1: That's correct. Yes.
2: Okay. <clears throat> well, cool. Well, let's uh, let's see. Um, let's see here, Lupo writes the next person to make a pro reference to free bass bass building What did what on did someone, like, actually sing one of those things from Frozen or something like that? <laughs> um, it says, what event will y'all have your booth? I said during the live Um In this, <clears throat> let address in this, there is a uh, martial arts, big martial arts expo slash convention uh, down in the Burbank, California, area, on August 25th, 26th, and, um, uh, my co-host Robin and I have been covering that um, that event ever since it started up again. It uh, was actually in the uh, uh, the early 2000s, was it? Yeah, because it was out it was out for ten years, right? Late eight, early late 90s, late 2000s. Exactly, it
1: was for about ten yeah.
2: years. But, yeah. And then and then um, the original event, Dragon Fest, was founded by Gerald Kamura. And it was it went on for some years, and then it was um, defunct for about ten years, most ten years. And and Michael Matsuda, the Martial Arts History Museum, revived it. So now he's the one running it. We do still see Joe Okamura at every every event uh, because he's the founding father, Um, and uh, it's awesome to see him there. Um, So it's this inn has been growing beets and bends from you know a small place at a holiday inn or whatever it was however years ago to like this many square feet they have um
1: oh god
2: uh the house you know
1: i think it i think it's larger than 8000 this year
2: oh okay so yeah i mean it's not as big as like let's say you know, like if you went to like a motorcycle show or a car show or anything like that. But it's big enough. Oh, nothing for, like that or like
1: Comic-Con or one of those places. No.
2: yeah, It's not going to take up a whole convention center, but you know, if you imagine opening out imagine opening out like maybe three large, you know, A-list hotel ballrooms. Would that
1: be about right?
2: Three,
3: four.
1: That that would be about right because the first two years they took up literally one ballroom. That was it. Yeah. And then the third year is basically the same thing. Third year, but at a different hotel. Last year they did the convention center thing, but parking was we paid sixteen bucks to park. Mm-hmm. Right. And this year it's even bigger at, at another convention center. Uh, they're bringing out the food, they're having seminars the next day. Uh, and it's, it's going to be more family oriented this year because they have on, on site, they have a bowling alley, an, uh, an ice skating rink, a uh, pool tables, a, a arcade, a restaurant. Uh, they have a lot lot going on this year and, and, and anybody 17 and under is, is free.
2: To get in. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Eight thousand square foot banquet hall um, is what America's Abasamas wrote in. Um, Indus writes, okay. "Oh, wow, I'm sorry." Indus writes, "Oh, wow, that sounds awesome. I feel like I watched y'all's live feed from there last year. That's right, you probably did, Indus." Um, and uh, John Lupo says, "I'll be around to visit you later, Indus." Um. <laughs> After the John, let it go, let it go. <laughs> Singing from Frozen. <laughs>
1: frozen, God. Uh, um, so, uh, yeah. well, we got our tickets. We got three tickets, one for you, one for me, and one for Kathy. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, one of our very special guests and a dear friend of mine, Matthew Moy, uh, who played Han Lee on Two Broke Girls, is going to be there. So I was at uh-huh. his house today. And Hmm. I had to pick up his paperwork and give him his tickets. He he was very nice at at doing this. And I asked him, I said, Matt, because of his celebrity status, I said, Hmm. do you have people taking advantage of you? He says, you know what? (laughs) I have people taking advantage of me all the time. Because he has like one of those clubs for his front door because he's engaged in some crazy people and, and I don't even think he realized he said this to me, but he did. Uh, I said, so you have people that aren't faithful that really don't, you know, that want something from you. He says, yeah, I get people that want me to do events all the time for them for free. Uh-oh. I don't think he's he realized what he said to me. <laughs> I just let that go.
0: <laughs> I just yeah.
1: let it go. <laughs> uh, so he's going to be there. He's Now... There's something about that. You know, a lot of the celebrities are coming, are coming, are going to have headshots, and they're going to charge for them. Well, Matt's no different. However, the only reason he's charging a dime for them is he's giving 100% of the proceeds back to the museum. Oh, nice. That's cool. 100%. So he's going to charge, yes, he's going to charge $20 for. For a headshot. That's the museum's money. Now, when you get somebody like the Cobra Kai guys that charge for their headshots and so forth, the museum doesn't see a dime of that. So, I, I mm-hmm. really respect Matt for doing that. At first, I was like, that pompous little jerk off. But, no, I, then he told me what he was doing. I said, okay, I get it.
2: Well, Bob Robinson just, uh, just uh, wrote in and he goes, you know, I could get you a hell of a price on a ballroom space. Next year, just saying. <laughs> you
1: know, you know what? I think LA is hot. You know what? Joshua Tree, Palms thats a whole other different kind of hot.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I mean he works for the Marriott. Like he he knows like all the Marriotts.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. You're the corporate guy. You're not the in, you're not the location guy. That's that's yeah. very true. But it was at the Marriott last year that that we got nailed for like 16 bucks for parking, but that was a good spot though to have it.
2: I yeah, enjoyed it was, the Marriott. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. <clears throat> so, it's apparent that Lupo does not like the meat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was I was just saying that up singing the, uh, you know, let it go Theme or whatever from Frozen and Jasmine writes and don't push your luck. <laughs> and here I am going push, push, push. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> says it is indeed hot down there. What's 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 the hot light down there? Like almost one twenty. Cat was just saying, you know. Cat was just saying, you know, it's really hot down down here, I'm it, it's like, you know, after like 110, it just doesn't matter anymore. It's just, you know, mother-freaking-hot.
1: So... But, you know, I was on the 29 Palms one time and I could feel my skin burning. Yeah. Yeah. You know when you feel yourself getting (laughs) sunburned because it's so freaking hot? And you know if you cracked an egg on the sidewalk, you would literally fry it. When um
2: I got into... um. Yucca Valley, the last time I was there, and just getting outside, I could feel the top part of my skin kind of doing this. <laughs> I thought it was going to up. I was like, are you serious? Oh, my gosh. You know, and after a while, I got used to it, but oh, my God, it was it was crazy. Anyhow, <clears throat> a little behind, let's go ahead, and why don't we just get started with the show? Who do we have for birthdays there, Bob?
1: Birthdays uh, on, uh, I don't know if you remember the uh, the first uh, telethon we had, a country western singer?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you remember him?
1: Well, the person it, on the 7th, the person who got us this, this act, Tammy Johns, Johnson, it's her birthday on the 7th. On 8-8, eight, eight, Lamar Davis, JKD practitioner out of the Midwest. My daughter-in-law, Ashley well, I'd call her Ashley Deal. She still hasn't changed her name on Facebook. Uh, her birthday is on the 8th. Uh, on the 9th is Matt Weiberg and my brother-in-law, Rick Cull. And on the 10th, it's uh, Mr. Listening Now, John Lupo. Nice. And who John do you Lupo. have?
2: John Lupo, who has
1: never seen the movie
2: Frozen. <laughs> 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 All right, I've got uh, as of today, Marvin Shit and a student of mine, Steve Grant. Steve Grant. By the way, I'm sending some healing vibes over to Steve because, unbeknownst to me, he he had a surprise heart attack. I, you know, I mean that's a hell of a surprise, isn't it? So thought it was heat exhaustion, and go in and uh, you know what was what it was all about, and turned out it was a. a attack and they actually had to go in for open heart surgery he's got an aorta now and i was like whoa wait whoa whoa and they saw him a couple weeks ago i was like whoa what's going on what did i miss so any anyway, steve healing vibes to you all right on the sixth we've got tina fuller and jay wang tina fuller by the way is the one that's going to be hosting me and kathy long next weekend down in michigan wang used to be my radio and t- teacher in high school and he was such a blast that was like one of the only classes I stayed away for (laughs) so happy birthday to Jay on the 8th we've got Melissa Alexander uh, from up in Vancouver DC we've got Michael Nanny a, a former student of mine on the 9th we've got John Davis his birthday on the 9th And on the 10th, Joey wrote John Lupo But we also have Matt Tony Archibek uh, From around here Local, local uh, martial artist Longtime martial artist um, And he's having his birthday So for everyone Having a birthday The week of August 5th Through the 11th This tune is for you We
0: sing happy birthday to
2: you And may
0: all your true
2: Birthday week and one, <laughs> you, <too> on. <laughs> All right, very cool. Let's go into announcements. Now you kind of went into uh, Dragon Fest a little bit,
1: um, but uh, sure, okay, okay. Set up really fast. Then uh, it's on. So we- it's a, it's on the twenty. Like I said, it's on the twenty fifth and sixth in Burbank. Uh, we've got some great people coming. We've got. Uh, Matt Moy, Don Dragon Wilson, uh, T.J. Storm, Gloria Hendry, Robert Parham. We're having an almost best of the best reunion, except uh, Simon Reed cannot make it. We haven't heard back from Philip Reed yet. Uh, Got some great actors, some great things going on. Uh, Cultural performances by Angie Abad. uh, Michelle Manu. Uh, Felix Rola is going to do a uh, collie demonstration. Uh, it's going to be uh, MC'd by J.D. Bowles. I hope I said that right because I'm going off memory right now. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, anybody 17 and under is free. All active military with a, an active ID is also free. Uh, food is going to be being served all day. Seminars the next day are 18 and over only. Uh, and also active military are free to that as well. There's uh, the bowling alley, the, the pool hall, the, the arcade, the restaurant, the bar, the ice rink, all on all on site. Uh, nice. And I still can't believe that we have one of our listeners, I don't know if she's on or not, uh, Janie larkin Miser driving – Moving her daughter to, where did she move her to, Rusty? She's moving her to Utah?
2: Something like that, yes.
1: And then she's continuing to drive all the way to California. Yeah. Holy crap. that? That is wild. It's like when Tony Collins drove from Missouri all the way to L.A. for the Manchester Hall of Fame four years ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's a long drive.
1: God, you got to give it to her. Maybe maybe she'll throw throw her husband in the car too, bring his ass out too. Yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. You know, I wanted to mention this. Have you have you ever been talking to somebody since, since we made that announcement? Have you ever been talking to somebody and they just said something that was so out of character for them? Well, okay. Great segue, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay we we take we take my granddaughter out last weekend. we had a blast we take her to something called the discovery cube. It's dinosaurs and science stuff and, and all this stuff got going on and then we take her to the pool, which the pool is like a beach almost it's okay. it's a regular in the ground pool, but it's surrounded by sand. Well, my wife doesn't have her bathing bathing suit on my my granddaughter has a life jacket on. Well, mm-hmm. they won't let my granddaughter in the pool with, with a life jacket, only floaties, and they won't let my, my wife in the pool with her because she's not, she doesn't have a swim attire on.
0: Mm-hmm. So we
1: grab my granddaughter, okay, we can't stay, so we go get ice cream. And my wife says, you know, that's, that's not fair. That's a bunch of crap because they had some Johnny jerk-off that throw us out of the pool. And I went. What we had? What?
0: That that a jerk off? (laughs) (laughs) And it just hit me. It was like, (laughs) what did you just say?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was one of those things that just shocked the hell out of me. (laughs) And I started laughing because it was so funny. (laughs) Because she was mad.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Johnny, what? <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Oh, all right. So that was the drag, That was the Dragon Fest um, announcement. So let me get my announcement up here. Uh, one more plug for the uh, Pacific Association of Women Martial Artists Training Camp. That's going to be ha- happening today, August 16th through Sunday, August 19th. This is a PAMA Camp 2015, of the theme is Hear the Roar. And this particular camp is going to be held at YMCA Camp Loma Mar in Loma Mar, California. Addressed to that YMCA uh, facility um, or compound, I guess I should say, is 9900 Pescadero Creek Road, Loma Mar, California, nine four zero two and the, the the Poma Camp always tries to select some of the greatest women martial arts instructors in the United States, as well as from other countries as well. We've uh, had people coming in from Israel, and um, I don't remember the other countries. I do remember Israel, um, but they try the you know some of the greatest women martial arts instructors. Um, all across the U.S. and other countries, and for this year, we've got Professor Barbara Bones teaching, and she is um, a Kajikembo professor. We have Sifu Michelle Dwyer of, um, that does Qigong, Shao Gong Fu, and Tai Chi, Sabo Nim Jenberg who does Taekwondo, and as well as Kyobo Nim Sierra Harden. Sifu Sally Chang is gonna is a, is a Tai Chi and Qigong and. As well as Sifu Robin Dalton, Molly Kensingsing is going to be teaching Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, so, and in all of these categories and arts that I'm putting out there, I really don't know what they're going to be teaching with within their arts. Because you know, sometimes you'll have, uh, like, like, say, Kajukenbo professors, masters um, teaching like grappling. You know, so you know. They say they do Kajakambo, it doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna do Kajukembo, but it could be okay. Uh Sifo and will be teaching Modern Arnese. That's our Uyan is from uh, an art called Cha Cha Yong Ru and Bo Fung Do. And then Nikki Smith is a judo cup, judo practitioner who will also be teaching. Um and we've got contra mestra tigre, um, who is a just a phenomenal capoeira instructor, and I'm gonna be attending and I'll be teaching uh Pangam and uh, Filipino martial arts and other Filipino martial arts. Um so check it out. If you are a woman or a teen girl in martial arts and you have not heard of this organization, go check them out. P A W M A dot org. P A W M A dot org. All right. <clears throat> well I guess uh with that said, I think we can I think we can probably go to uh Health News, I don't know what happened to my Health News thing. Where oh, is my Health News thing. Health News, here we go. Alright, so normally, when we do Health news, we normally address uh, health topics like that for us. However, this particular Health News is going to be for our friend, the man's best friend, it's going to be all about uh, dogs and the worst dry dog foods that uh, you can buy. And here's why, okay, because, you know, a lot of times owners don't realize it, but, you know, dry dog food is bad, quote unquote, can make dogs sick, unhealthy over time which, uh, you know, unhealthy could affect their weight, could affect um, how their heart works, you know, stuff like that. Sometimes cheap ingredients are used to make dog food affordable, right? But, unfortunately, inclusion of unhealthy ingredients can lead to obesity, cancer, and other health ailments for your dog. Now, some ingredients are used as filler to replace natural protein. They only add empty calories without much nutritional content. Other ingredients come from questionable sources and contain harmful additives or chemicals. So, for example, okay, before we get to the brands, you should probably avoid, Okay, let's look at uh, some of these um, unhealthy ingredients. Number one, quote unquote, 4D meat products, 4D. and this is a, a uh, this is a commonly used term. Um, But in the industry, they call it 4D meat product, but on the labels of dry food bags, it just pretty much says only meat byproducts, quote, unquote. That That actually refers to the 4D meat. What does 4D stand for? It stands for dead, dying, disabled, or diseased. Meat itself is unfit for human consumption, but they technically fit the bill for canine consumption. As a result, many inferior manufacturers use 4 D meats as a protein source. Yuck. Okay, so another ingredient that can be added to dried food is corn. It's a it's an ingredient that's used to keep costs down. Corn and similar crops are cheap to grow and and to harvest and substitute. To Protein. Now, here's the thing, though. Dogs are not made to eat corn on a regular basis. Now, while it may seem fine first, a lifetime of eating corn can be detrimental to your dog's health. Okay. Other ingredients that are not good for your dog: grains. Similar to corn, grains are thrown in to benefit the So, rice and other things. Are difficult for dogs to digest. The dogs don't have molars like ours to grind up the grains, and uh, also these grains are often treated with a number of chemicals prior to harvesting. These chemicals can transfer to the dog's <laughs> formula and slowly cause issues as the years progress. Okay. Last but not least, in the bad ingredient list here is dyes and other synthetic ingredients, and these are normally used in super formulas. These ingredients are used to prolong the shelf life of a product or make it look more enticing. In cases, ingredients are unnecessary. There are more natural alternatives to achieve the same results, but manufacturers avoid them to cost. Okay? Now, not only, let's go back to the 4D stuff. Not only are 4D meat, sound, they sound gross, right? They're also full of chemicals, hormones, steroids, and much more Another thing we have to look at is that these 4D meats can harbor potentially deadly extras. So, for example, sick and dying animals can contain all kinds of diseases, and that thing goes for rogels that may harbor a flu of bacteria and parasites. Now, um, the worst brands of dog food to let's go ahead and... Uh, Check out uh, check out the brands here. Back to um, back to my list here. Go back to the front of the list. Here we go. Then add dry dog food to avoid. Okay, Bevel by Purina. Okay, while it does chicken and, as a protein, also full of corn, soy, and wheat, and can cause digestive and health issues in time. Okay, kibbles and bits, not good. Okay, corn is its first ingredient. There's beef, bone meal, soybean meal, and flour. Okay, so there are no natural proteins in this. It's beef and bone meal. <laughs> okay, it's, 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 complete, it's, all, it's almost completely absent of any actual must meat. First the and the formula contains numerous synthetic dyes and hydrochloric acid for preservation. Hydrochloric acid, folks. Okay, next, i dog food. Chicken is the main protein, but it also contains the chicken byproduct cornmeal and whole grain sorghum. Right? Um, it also has something called dried beet, dried beet pulp, as in B E A T. It's a it's a sugar filler, and it can allow your dog to gain weight. Purina dog chow, everyone knows that, right? Purina dog chow, whole grain. The main ingredient is whole grain corn. There's also pulled um, a, a byproduct meal. Read that as 4D uh, meat and bone meal, whole grain wheat and soybean. Purina also uses different dyes to achieve its color. Um, bad choice, choice especially for puppies. Okay. Immune natural adult dog food. Now, this formula says it's natural, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily good. The protein, protein source is chicken meal rather than whole chicken. And there's also a chalk full of corn, wheat, corn, green meal, brown rice, and grain. It contains sugary beet pulp and citric acid, which, which all of this put together can cause weight gain, digestive issues, and more. And um, last but not least, oh, no, the second to last is Old Roy by Walmart. Walmart has a has a dog food brand? Okay, so anyway, Old Roy by Walmart doesn't have any protein sources, any healthy protein source. Instead, it's filled with ground corn, feed meal, ground wheat, and meat meal. Is the first ingredient, which means that it has the high concentration citric acid. Is also used as a preservative, which uh, can cause tooth and digestive issues. Last but not least is pedigree adult complete nutrition dried food. Um, you know, unfortunately, the thing to natural protein in pedigree is a chicken byproduct meal. It's uh, not. It's not a great ingredient. And can come from unwanted leftovers from a variety of sources. Ground corn and corn meal are also used, um, as well as a variety of synthetic colors, making this formula an unhealthy choice all round. So avoid these. <laughs> so anyway, that's it for the uh that's for the uh, puppy health news. <laughs> And I think it's- I think it's time to go to weird, weird news. Here
1: we go. Weird, weird news. Okay, D- this story has more puns in it than any other story I have ever read on the air before.
3: <laughs>
1: Florida man dumps a porta potty, dumps porta potty waste in a Seven Eleven as revenge, police say. What? A criminal, as criminal accusation goes, this is pretty crappy. A Florida man <laughs> is accused oh, of dumping a bucket <laughs> containing human feces and urine inside. See, at first I thought it was in the parking lot. But it was inside <laughs> a St. Petersburg 7-Eleven. Damien Sims allegedly act of criminal caca... Happened earlier Wednesday, according Don't to the Smoking cry. Gun. Don't make me yeah, cry. <laughs> cr- criminal caca. <laughs>
0: he apparently
1: <laughs> obtained the waste from a portable toilet, the site reported. Splattering wow. poop got on a straw hat and do-rag was with a total uh-huh. estimated value of $27. Did you? I told you this thing is full of puns all the way through. That's the 41-year-old Sims was ID'd by the store manager and recorded on surveillance video, according to the police report. It's possible the alleged bowel movement bucket dump was an act of revenge. The police reported notes that Sims was banned from the store in May. <laughs> bowel movement bucket dump? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Sims was charged with trespass and criminal mischief, both misdemeanors, as of Friday. He was still in Pineless County Jail in lieu of $300 bond. He has been ordered to stay away from the 7-Eleven and its manager, according to Fox News. Oh, my. Like as I, I have never read a story on the air that had so many puns in it. That, that, that was, that
2: was kind of stupid.
1: <laughs> that was that was actually really stupid, and I'm trying to get. Uh, All
2: right, we'll go on. to. Uh, I guess we'll go to entertainment news. Entertainment have- news. Here we go.
1: Now, my 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 wife and I were were actually eating breakfast this morning, and I was looking for for news stories, and I said, "Honey, does this really happen?" And she says, "Oh yeah." Because she's a pet person. She's been in the pet business for over 30 years, literally. Uh, started the pet business just before we got married, actually. And, mm-hmm. and it's weird that you did the, the dog food health news. Because yeah. I have a dog news of my own. Okay. The a dog surfing competition where they're what? hanging 16 instead of 10. There's actually a dog surfing competition. But because they oh. only have four toes, they hang sixteen.
2: I get it. I get it. <laughs>
3: get it?
1: I, 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 get I just it. had to repeat that because of Barry repeating. So, Derby the dog showed how it's done on Saturday at the dog surfing competition in Lindamar Beach in Pacifica, Pacific, California. Derby was decked out in shades and a life vest, as he shot the curl. The waves were all only moderately gnarly, but hey, they're dogs, so it's super impressive. Check out the photo gallery. A lab, <laughs> a golden retriever, a pug, a terrier, and a garden variety mutts tread their, pars at, try their paws at hanging tent. There were different weight classes, small, medium, large, and very large. And get this, there was even a tandem dog competition, one clearly... No, I don't know if I can read this. One clearly rode bitch, <laughs> and it oh, was no. a human dog pairing. Two, it was all for a good cause. Proceeds from the event go to dog-related charities, and sponsors include Banfield Bed Hospital, Camp Bow Wow, Wag Hotel, Pet Food Express, <laughs> <Can't> Woodrow, <no. laughs> where and and Hanks. Dog stuff. Now it's very interesting because do you know that Tom Petty's guitar player and his wife own a a, a dog kennel here in Burbank called Bow Wow nope. Bungalow?
2: I didn't know that. Yeah. that. Bow Bungalow, how cute! Yeah,
1: and and uh, Tom Tom Petty's uh, son actually works for my wife. I'm sorry, not not his son. Uh, Tom Petty's guitar player's son. Well oh. my wife as a dog trainer, and when Tom Hi. Petty passed, he he had to pack it up and leave right away, because Tom <laughs> Petty was like a father to his kid. Aww. And I just couldn't believe it. What do you what do you, I mean? I'm sorry. What do you do with dog surfing competitions? You put a four legged dog on on a surfboard and push. Yep. Because they're not paddling. <laughs> they're not. They're not riding the curls. They, they're not. <laughs> Well, when they do catch
2: a wave, then yeah, stand on it, which is a lot. Uh, yeah, a lot that's to it. Dog off Because you know, a lot of dogs will scat f- and try to jump off. No, you don't want them doing that. That's that right. Way, right. Now your your story exactly. about the guys like dumped poop everywhere. That was comments. Uh, Janie Janie writes in and goes, that sounds like a bunch of sh- to me.
4: <laughs> and
2: and, and Tom, Tom Dwyer writes, and he goes, the story was the shit, Bob. <laughs> so, anyway, so, so we got... So the puns Noir just on keep on coming. The puns just keep on coming. We got Russ Ebert and Alangoban watching uh, our usuals, Tom Dwyer, Janie larkin Meiser, Bob uh, Robinson. Uh, so why don't we do this real quick? Let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. And when we come back... We're going to have um, one of our co come on, we're going to have Kathy Lou joining us a little bit uh, in about four minutes, and she just gives a lowdown on what's going on in her busy schedule so far, and then we'll get into our discussion about, do you remember your first day of martial arts? So when we come back, and uh, let's get talking about your day, your first day in martial arts, we'll be right back after, folks, don't go away.
4: Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today.
0: Packers. Vikings. We come from different places.
5: Uptown. Downtown.
4: We come to different conclusions.
5: Half empty.
1: Half full. But when we live united, we make a real difference in the building blocks of life. Children succeed in school. Families gain financial stability. The health of our neighbors improves, and suddenly so do our communities. Real change won't happen without you.
4: Live Live United. United. So give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Sign up today at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Greetings and welcome to the world's first and only martial arts history museum. My name is Michael Matsuda, I'm founder and president of the museum. Designed as an educational facility, the museum is a fun place for young people and visitors to experience art, history, culture and tradition, and its relationship to the martial arts. Created as a timeline, it reveals how Asian history has had a unique and positive effect on American history. In just under an hour, visitors will be able to explore the culture and tradition of China, Japan, Korea, the Philippines, Thailand, and even Hawaii. You will be impressed with our section on the history of anime and the role Walt Disney played in changing the world. In our media section, visitors will enjoy reliving their past as they examine our historical timeline of martial arts in film, TV, and print. And as a bonus, visitors will get a thrill from our props from a variety of martial arts movies including The Karate Kid, Kung Pao Movie, Revenge of the Ninja, Wendy Wu, Big Trouble in Little China, and many more. From Anime Wong to President Theodore Roosevelt to Bruce Lee to Avatar The Last Airbender and the Ninja Turtles, the martial arts has not only transformed American history, but it changed the world. The museum is a fun and exciting place to visit for the whole family. All the displays here were designed by the artists from Disney, DreamWorks, The Simpsons, and Halloween artists. If you are part of the Unified School District, head up a homeschool, Boys and Girls Club, the Boy Scouts, or even church groups. Your kids will have a fun time experiencing different cultures and Asian history. I know that there are many great museums out there for our kids to enjoy and explore. Now, you can put the Martial Arts History Museum on that list of places to visit.
0: You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show, your source for martial arts talk radio. All right. We
2: are back you are just now. Again. Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Our phone number here is 347.
1: Russ, are you still there or did I lose
4: you?
2: All right, can you guys hear me now? I hear Hello? you. Hello, Bob. I
5: hear you. Hello, Bob. <clears throat>
2: Bob, where are you, Bob? Bob.
5: I hear you, Rusty.
2: Well, okay, good. <laughs> well, where's Bob?
5: I have no idea.
2: Here, Bob. Yeah. Well, technically, you guys could have talked to each other, but um, um that's okay. He's still on the line. He just, he just he just can't hear me, right? Um, I hear you. I know, I know. I'm just saying that Bob is hear still anybody on else. the line. <laughs> he's still on the line. So if he can hear, he can hear. Well, I guess you can't hear me, but you know, I had a weird problem earlier. Well, hold on. Let me get back on live here first. Um Damn, where's my encoder? Okay. God damn it. Hey, okay. come on. Come on, OBS, let's go. I don't have all goddamn day. And if I post too many times, I'm going to be in Facebook jail, and I won't be able to post anything for the next month. So.
5: Well, then then why don't we just do it another day?
2: No, because we're already on uh, here. <laughs> okay. We're already on here right now. There you are. There you are. What happened?
1: I don't know. I had it on Bluetooth, and I could hear it coming through my phone. So I had to reset my Bluetooth.
2: Oh, okay. All right, good. Okay, I'm going to try not to fucking lose it again. So I, I really, I, oh, I, I, unplugged my, I, sale. I unplugged my computer and I was about ready to throw it up against the wall. But Don't okay. throw it. What I need to do is I, I need to focus for a second because I need to figure out, get us back on. So I close that tab. Don't close it up because it will completely cut you guys off done. done. Um, I hate it when it does this because the continuity of what I just wrote in, in, in the show marquee doesn't match when I come back online. Or I have to retype the whole goddamn thing, and that's going to take a minute, and I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to get back online, and I don't care if it says anything. But it's a uh, – Choose where you want to post your live video. <laughs> I want to post it. This is, this is not professional. This is stupid. God, I need to get a new computer. But I, I have two thousand dollars. Oh my God! Come on, give me the screen. Oh my God. Okay, hold on. Fuck this Mercury retrograde shit. Just fuck it. Oh my god, I'm so done. I'm done with it. I'm done with. I tell you what, I'm done with the Mercury retrograde. I'm. You know, I'm done with it. Rose, if you're listening, I'm done with it. Seriously. I've got a fucking headache. (laughs) God. Okay. Let's wait for this window to boot up here. (sighs) Okay. Those where you want to post your live video. I just hold where I give me my stream
6: key. Give
2: me my stream key, uh, Finally, cut uh, copy. Oh, Jesus. I didn't want to do that yet. Wait, slow down, slow down. I guess i trying to do five things at the same time. Yeah. What do I, what do, I do? I gotta go. What? Why are there two? Okay,
0: okay. Um,
3: where's
2: my
0: where's
2: my do There it is, okay. So no Don't go there. Don't go there.
6: Okay.
2: So. Hold on a second, here you guys. We're going gonna to start streaming here in a second. Okay, hold on, you guys. It's here, right? Hi. Hello? Hello? Okay. Hey, I need to <laughs> You guys, we're
1: Hello? 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 Yeah, you're breaking up really bad. Barely. (laughs)
2: Facts, <laughs> I just not talk about right, it right again. And we have like tons of, um, uh, I think the coaches are next board. Um, uh, I have cat and, um, uh, and Bob on the line, wait, but apparently, I'm here, um, I have much um, breaking, okay, Almost. here, here. alright, Now can you guys hear me? Yes. How can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah I
1: you hear you. Me? Yeah, I hear you.
2: Yes, I can hear you. Okay, Finally! Oh my fucking God Yes. I'm swearing on am there. You know, I'm going some Mercury retro folks, and whatever it is, I'm done with it. I'm done. done. But we're back just so you know, you're,
5: you're you're breaking up and you're it's pretty hard to hear you, because you 'cause you're breaking up I hear about every other syllable.
2: Can you get there hear me? Planning? I'm talking to the I'm talking to the audience out there. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. It's, um thing my computer's like, working fine. I have no idea what's going on. It could be yours is internet, um my internet's strong. Um um I don't know. If you got have extra windows like phones open, close them all. all. Close them all, because if you're running Facebook, not if you're running Facebook in the background, you're not going to keep me. So, um, um, close every. Yeah. I'm, I'm texting them right now. Close app
3: then
0: yeah.
2: This have happened, but the show to happen but the things away with I can't hear me. Um
1: closed every yes. app I've got open.
2: Okay I can hear you.
1: Now okay. We
2: need to see if Cat can hear me. Kat can you hear me? Uh oh. Kat you I put I, I... <laughs> my Back. <laughs> okay. Go back. Hello. Okay. Hear me now. I
5: can't hear you now. No. I'll just share syllables.
2: Okay, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold okay. on. All right. You know what
1: worked really well, Rosie, that one time when you actually called in the board and logged in?
2: Yeah, right. Um. right. I guess I can do that Let's see how that works. Um,
3: uh, here.
2: Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna to add it to from my phone. Go where I'm hanging. I'm hanging up on the second. Uh, I'm uh, muting the mic on the network host, so I can't, can't I'm get a call in. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Can you guys hear me now?
1: We I can, hear you. You sound a little a bit in a tunnel, but you're you're fine now. Sure. Oh, okay.
2: Well, I could get a different headset because I'm on Bluetooth right now. But um, no, no, okay. No, you're, you're, okay, you're you're fine,
1: Rosie. You're fine. I think.
2: I okay. guess so.
3: Viewers,
2: finally, can you hear me? All right. You know, this kind of sucks when you have to like call in on a phone, like a guest. But uh, we'll try it. <laughs> so. You know, okay. So let's um, uh, let's just start over. Let's start over. Okay. Let me breathe for a second here. Okay, because I can't believe how rip roaring pissed off I was just a second ago. Okay. So, all right, folks, we're back, <laughs> <laughs> and we are back with my co-host Robert Deal and Kathy Long. Kat, how you doing? I'm okay.
5: How are you doing?
2: You're, I have a fucking headache. <laughs> okay. Let it all be known
5: <laughs> to the viewers out there. Rusty has a fucking headache.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyhow,
2: we <laughs> we are we're we're gonna be we're gonna be talking a little bit about um your first day in martial arts. Uh but before we do that, let's hear from Kat. Kat's uh, got a lot of stuff going on in her busy schedule. We haven't heard from you in a while. We got a lot of people excited on the uh, on the comments there that you're uh, that you're on the show today. Namely Tom Dwyer, that's all we could talk about for a while. <laughs> Dude, calm down, calm down. <laughs> it's okay, Tom. It's okay. <laughs> 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 so, Kat, what's been going on in your neck of the woods lately?
5: Um, actually, I've been teaching a few seminars here and there, but um, I'm wow. I'm partnering with a company okay. called.
2: Oh, I was just gonna ask. Aren't you like out of out of out of your home state right now?
5: I am in Minnesota as we speak. Yes,
2: Minnesota, Minnesota,
5: Minnesota. Yes, where I taught for uh, Chris McCune in, in his academy, and you know what a wonderful time I had. The students were really, really, really on the ball, and I had a great time. I got to pull out all the stops and teach more nice. advanced work, and I was really happy about that.
2: Nice, nice.
5: Yes, it was that, very nice. Does
2: that happen often? Does that happen often when you get to teach more advanced <clears throat> stuff? for you know, Because you know, if, sometimes you go to schools that have never had you before.
5: Well, sometimes they go to schools who have never done kickboxing before, so, you know, it's, um, I mean, of course they know how to punch and kick, but, you know, do they understand the, the, the subtleties and the nuances of, of Muay Thai or kickboxing and the way it, the way it works um, in relation to what they do? So a lot of times they don't, and, you know, it is practically learning something brand new again, because they have their ideas of the, of the way they do things in whatever martial arts they do, but it is right. different when you're doing Muay Thai or kickboxing. Right, right. So I don't always get to pull out the stops. In fact, um, it's it's more rare than you think.
2: Oh wow! Well, Right on. Yeah. Right so on. I
5: well, was really happy this trip. <laughs>
0: well,
2: good. So um, you're 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 free for more. You opened up your schedule for more seminars, right? Yeah, folks.
0: Absolutely. Oh,
2: God bless yeah. you. That's
5: so nice of you. You're Yay. so kind. So, so so
2: what else has been going
5: on? Well, I've been... I've partnered with a company, um, a company called Les Avis, and what they're doing is um, simply called biophotonics. And uh, it's a way of delivering information to the body or to the... You know, it, it it's a technology that they've designed that can work well in water or in a, in a disk in a pendant or in the ink of a t-shirt or, you know, in a patch. I mean, it, it all depends. In, it, there's a multitude of ways of using this. And it's, a, it's a, an amazing way of balancing the left and right hemispheres of the brain um, because it's, it's vibration. And as we all know right. that you know, the, the body operates it's a completely vibration. So in that respect, Um, I'm working with them and we've developed product as in t-shirts and water, um, pendants and then patches that you can put on your gi and a few other ways of of delivering this information to you that helps you increase your recovery time, maintain your balance, Um, it helps you with your endurance, it helps in everyday life, not just in athletics or martial arts. So I'm really excited about it. I wish I had this <laughs> when I was competing. Um, it, you know, it would have given me a, a sharper edge. But you know, I'm really happy to be able to talk about it now and be and be able to help people because I've been involved with this company for since since 2011. And since 2011, I've been wearing the pendants, and uh, I was one of the first people that they tested. They did brain mapping with. To, because they wanted to test all people who had had any kind of brain damage, meaning car accidents or, you know, uh, head injury and concussions, things like that. When they tested me um, without the uh, technology, they showed me on a, on a brain mapping. They, they, they attached all kinds of electrodes to my brain and, and um, to my head and tested me and had me do certain things. Then they put the pendant in just in my hand. And tested it again, and it showed over a 30% improvement. Wow. Uh, the the synapses firing off in my brain, the left and right hemispheres balancing out, um, everything. It was, just, it was really incredibly amazing. So I was happy to be That's a part awesome. of that then. And, and now we're actually getting the technology out to the world. It's man- a lot of it's manufactured in, the pendants especially are manufactured in Japan. Um, so they're okay. super high quality. And, and that's something that I'm Yay. working on. We're going to be... Um, we're actually, we're going to do a, really, a couple of really cool things. We're, gonna, we're having a free t-shirt drawing. If you just go to nice. mallofheroes.com, you can enter a drawing for a free t-shirt, which has the technology in it. And, wow. and it's free. There will be an actual drawing, which I, I think we're going to do on your show, I think, live, which would be awesome. <laughs> And yeah, uh somebody could, will win a free t shirt
2: we could do that so okay let me let me get this straight. I know you and I had like briefly talked about this just before you came on the show and um right and we we can do a short spot on previous shows um as a, you know as opposed to take up a whole show um, but so how do, how do so how does this giveaway work it, so you're giving away t-shirts what what are on what are on these T-shirts? Does it, does it have your logo on it? Does it have Mall of Heroes? Because I don't know if people are going to wear anything that says Mall of Heroes on it. But if, I'm pretty sure right, we'll if look. it has got your logo on it, They'll buy it. The shirt because in the has front
5: has um, a really beautifully designed tiger, and it reads Cat's Best, powered by Cat's Best. And on the back, it actually oh, has my, my personal logo that I have changed on my Facebook and my Instagram and my um, Twitter and whatever else account I have. So if, you, oh, cool. if you're familiar with, with me in that respect and you've seen my Facebook logo change, you've seen my Instagram uh, personal profile logo change, you'll see what that is. And that, that's on the back of the shirt. And on the front of the shirt oh, is, is a really awesome tiger that reads Powered by Cat's Best. And it has the technology in it. So it's for the life of the T-shirt, the technology will last um, so let's say your T-shirt falls apart, and you want to cut out the logo. <laughs> it'll still be in there, no matter what. You can cut out the logo and plaster it on something else if you want to. But we also have patches for that, too. You can put on your uniform, which is kind of cool, or your tie shorts, or your MMA shorts, or whatever you want to do in that respect.
2: Cool. Now, I'm trying yeah. to uh, – I'm, I'm just not prepared today. I'm trying to find – some um, graphics about what your
5: uh, about what the shirts look like, and um, and i well. Not... If you go to mallofheroes.com, you'll be able to see the shirt, and you can decide then whether or not you like it. Right now, they're black with uh, a, a royal blue logo on the front and my gold logo on the back.
0: Uh-huh.
5: And just go to mallofheroes.com, Go to my page, Kathy Long, and. You'll get to see everything that I'm offering, as well as other things that are offering. Like it comes in also shampoos and uh, a belt that you can wear, and something that'll help you with fishing and/or hunting. Bob Robinson. Anyway, um, just had to throw that name out there because <laughs> I know Bob Robinson, yeah, not, not my yeah. Boss, but Bob Robinson,
2: yeah. But no. not. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. Can you repeat that link again so that way I can
5: uh, yeah. uh,
2: put it in the comments?
5: It's Mall of Heroes, all one word, mallofheroes.com. And we're also going to be um, trying to involve a way of uh, helping kids train and maybe finding some way to donate uh, clothing or a gi or something along those lines. We're, we're in the works of doing that, it just hasn't uh, manifested yet but um you know i am i'm huge into giving back you know it's not about you know give me money give me money buy this buy this it's it's i want to help other people as much as i can and Uh we're going to be creating programs where we can we can actually donate to a worthy cause like say the martial arts history museum through uh, some sort of giveaway but we're working on that and uh you know i have yet to talk to Michael Matsuda, but maybe you can help me in that realm, in that realm and we'll get it going but it's in the works
2: wow
5: and we'll hear you'll hear about it in a couple of weeks
2: well I, well I you know that sounds like a great idea
1: but go ahead bob well can is is that something that you can bring maybe to dragging fest and set up in our booth information hmm. samples that sort of thing or is that impossible
5: no, that is absolutely possible, and I can bring the tech and the, t- and the shirts and the water, the patches the pendants, um, and maybe by then we can uh, sit down and chat with Michael Matsuda and, and uh, see if he's interested in helping us with our idea of a, of a giveaway of some sort and uh, have it work with the martial arts museum, but, you know, obviously with his permission and his graces, but we'll go from there.
2: I mean, gosh, I mean, that's like, not only is, would that be advertising for the museum, but, uh, but you know, if, if there's, like you said, you know, if people buy a shirt, portion of it goes straight to the museum. I mean, how, you know, how badass is that? That's pretty cool. It's,
5: it's a wonderful idea because not only is the museum, uh, you know, very special and it needs to expand, um because, you know, he has so many displays and so many ways of, of showing the history of all these different types of martial arts, and the, there needs to be a bigger display, frankly. And I'd like to help in that respect.
1: Wow. Wow. And my awesome. other question, of course, if, if you're going to do the giveaway on, on the show, does that make us ineligible? <laughs> quite possibly <laughs> I don't know
5: I'm going to have to look into the rules on that one my friend but uh, but quite possibly it makes you ineligible
2: yeah, it's like Publishers <laughs> Clearinghouse if you work for a Publishers Clearinghouse you cannot right. enter whatever you, <laughs> you know? Now, you know what? Check, you know what check this out go to Mall of Heroes everybody Mall of Heroes dot com right now dot com mallofheroes.com Type it in right now, and um, look for her product her page.
5: Kathy, Cat, Long. Yeah, you'll see it. I'm one of the quote unquote heroes in heroes. the Mall of Heroes page, and there's several others. Trust me. Um, uh, there's I some for feng shui. There's some for you know home home products. There's some for cooking. There's some for fishing. It's pretty remarkable, actually, how how many applications this 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 technology has. It's just amazing. And it it doesn't... It's
3: pretty cool.
5: Go ahead.
2: Uh, No, no, I was going to say it's pretty cool. I saw a prototype of the T-shirt. I haven't seen the real T-shirt yet, but I saw a prototype of the T-shirt, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. In fact, um, let me do this just so you guys have an idea of... um, of what her logo would look like on the back, I have a photo of it. uh, And I am going to put it up on my screen here as soon as I find it. (laughs) Let's see here. Uh, Where did it go, George? Where did it go? Oh, there it is. Okay. So, let me let me pop this up here real quick, because it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Check this out, you guys. Check that out. So it says Kathy Long, EMA, MMA, MT. And right in the middle of the shield, it's the uh, best logo. And it's a, guess what? It is a cat. <laughs> it's a big cat. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the logo for the best. Best product. So, so now, why did, why did y'all name it BEST? Is it like the best? Well, I mean, that's quite a claim. That's
5: quite a claim. But. It is a claim, but you know, BEST is an acronym for um, oh. breath for the B. okay? Breath. Um, breath. Right. Energy for E. Uh-huh. Stability for S. And thought uh-huh. for T. Because you know, thought. those are certainly things that are in yes, absolutely. Those are things that are very important in martial arts, or any sport, or any way of living, for that matter.
2: Mm-hmm. So wow. okay, so you know, we just decided breath.
5: to to call it Cat's Best. Yes, breath.
2: So breath, energy. Uh, yes, how do you spell? Which it? can uh, that be Okay, so breath, B. energy, <laughs> stability, stability, you know, stability, and thought. And Correct. And thought. Okay. Kind of like when I'm when I'm trying to uh, explain what Kembo is, I have to go ta. Uh, where am I at? Ju. Where am I at? Bo. No, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and and you gotta make me spell too. Oh my god. Well, that's awesome. It's a it's a it's a beautiful. Uh, it's a it's a incredible um, logo, and it's a and it, it's just it just pops. It is. It's I'm so cool. glad you so think cool.
5: so. I really am. I'm glad. It is, and, you so, know, it is w- so cool. If you think about it, you want to be the best at whatever you're doing in your life. And, you know, right. this is a way of helping anyone and everyone be the best at whatever it is they want to do.
2: Right on. Very cool. Mall Smart. of Heroes. Mall of Heroes dot com. Mall of Heroes dot com. Well, Thank you so much for that info. Now please stay on the line with us because um we'd like for you to join join in on this discussion about your first day in martial arts. So, listeners out there, viewers, we want to hear from you. Um let's uh let's hear about your first day in martial arts. So, If you remember your first day, give us a call, 347-677-0699. You know, it was funny. I looked at the board and I said, hey, we have another caller, because there's four lines open, and I forgot that I had to call in. (laughs) Hello, hi, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So let's, uh, let's check to see what we have here. What's that?
5: Hey, Rusty. Uh-oh. Yep. Um, Hold on. Okay.
2: I got I have to, okay, there we go. I'm sorry. Yes, Kat.
5: I am in Minnesota, and we're two hours ahead of California, and I've got a very early in the morning flight. So unfortunately, oh, okay. I can't stay on. This, I can't stay on too a, any longer. I, I apologize, and I'm so grateful that you had me on. And thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Oh, <clears throat> oh you're okay. Welcome. Real, 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 real quick, then, Cat. I think you and I have to yeah. because this hits home a lot with what you were talking about your products. You and I need to sit down when you come in town in three weeks. Is that okay?
5: Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, and maybe we can talk to Michael maybe Friday night day before Dragon Fest, and and see if we can work something out. Maybe a, a free giveaway at Dragon Fest during one of their breaks. If that's okay with you.
5: Um, well, it's not necessarily my product, um, although I've helped develop it. I need to get permission from the 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 one who developed the product and and the owner of Savie. But I don't see why it would be a problem. I just have to make sure it's okay with them first. But yes,
0: right. um, there okay. is going
5: to be a giveaway at the end of the month anyway. <clears throat> okay.
0: Very
2: nice. cool. I want a be sure. Too bad we're not Wait, eligible. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I know, right? We'll,
0: we'll work on really that. Noise.
5: Just you know, I just have to remember that it's not mine.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
5: <clears throat> I mean, it's mine, but it's not mine. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, got it. Got it. Right. <laughs> Got it. Well, all righty, Kat. Well, you, you get some rest. Have a safe flight back from, wait, where are you? Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota yes. Minnesota. And I guess I'll see you in Michigan. Kat and I are going to be in Michigan next week. We're teaching a seminar teaching together,
5: A. Yes.
2: Yay. And uh, we're going to be teaching for Tina Fuller, whose birthday is in a couple days. Tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, we'll be teaching for Black Dragon, oh, I forgot what the name of her school is, the Black Dragon something. <laughs> anyway, all right, you get to sleep, girl. We'll talk to you later. Okay, I will. Thank you so
5: much. Okay, <laughs> bye. All
2: right. Bye, all right, everyone. Again. Thank you. All righty, bye. All right, so, on with the show. When... So, when, if you remember, was your first day in the martial arts, folks, give us a call, 347-677-0699. How long ago was it? Or even if you remember the exact date, that, that would be awesome. You know, do you remember your first day? And that's what that's what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the show. All right. Now, let's uh, let's get my camera up here real quick. All right. So, everyone says, Mighty Night, cat. All right. So, um... Aaron Huey writes in, and her first day, that she remembers was at Fort Rucker, an army base i don't know where it, it is. is, and it was a and it was a woman instructor in Tong Do. Rick Kellerman is also watching, and he says that uh, his very very first experience uh, was uh, some kid in a day camp who did judo, and uh, that, that kid taught him how to do uh, or a hip throw, um and he was about seven, he says, and uh, the next time, let me read the rest of this here, and the next time my big sister beat on me and then and the next time my big sister beat on me, I threw her, not really much to brag about he says <laughs> so who else do we have watching this new this new one um it's uh, Claudia Lopez says, hi, Christina. Hi, Bob. Hey, um, Claudia. Tom Dwyer, Tom Dwyer goes, internet issues. All shows have them. It's a bummer. I feel bad for Rusty. It's so hard to do these internet shows. And the internet is to blame. Not Rusty, even if she put me in the corner. I still love her. Dude, I didn't put you in the corner. <laughs> it was just joshing.
1: But, but, Tom, I always blame Rusty. It's my thing. That's right.
2: I'm actually <laughs> blaming the retrograde. You know how they say the Mercury retrograde just like messes everything up, electronics and stuff like that. And uh, I'm just gonna blame that. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. So, yeah, um, you know, I'm hoping that nobody out there thought it was my fault. No, it wasn't my fault that uh, that I that the sound cut out and stuff like that. In this case, it is internet. Um, and uh, a combined, it can it can be a bunch of things. It, could be my internet it could be their internet their wi-fi and their phone taking up resources on their phone so if their phone is running slow then it couples with you know the delay in mine and then it just then it all meets together all like a big jumbled cluster mess so then we end up with that so anyway so anyhow uh, while we're waiting for people to get their stories together for first day in martial arts what about you Bob do you remember your first day doing martial arts any Oh any, hell no! part of it at all
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no oh come, on.
2: It was, oh come on you're not that old come on you're it was 1974
1: I was and? I was 10 <laughs> I was 10 that was oh my god that was 44 years ago so you don't remember anything from when you were ten? <laughs> you know, I do a little bit. I I remember actually going into the school, and my father was with me, and I remember the taekwondo master choking me. One hand, what? one hand single single. <laughs> and I was ten, but that's when you could get away with it. <laughs>
2: Why? Okay. Why was he choked to you? Were you acting like a typical little boy? And did you No, no. He, and was, <laughs> he was just
1: showing me. He was just showing oh. me this guy was the real deal from Korea. Wow. Master Young Sook Kim. Uh, uh, that is the, you know you remember Don Baird? He bought his, Don Baird was one of his students when I joined in 74. Oh, wow. Yeah, I joined before Don Baird was a black belt. Whoa. <laughs>
2: That's wild. Yeah, thank you.
1: Thank you for that. <laughs> Everybody finds out how long I've been in, all I hear is, wow. It's the same well, same I mean, thing when I tell people how long I've been married, they're like, wow. <laughs> well,
2: you know, actually, I, like 40, 44 years, you know, it's a long time, but when people are up there and 50-something, 50, 50 60 years, that's when I really start getting, like, off That's when I get off 40, you know, I look at it this way, 40 years, 44, you know, 45, 46, you know, we're just beginning to really.
3: I know. You know, look know,
2: at people like Bob Hill, on. one yeah. of your
1: instructors that has been around for, oh, my God, forever. Almost
2: forever, like 55, 60 years, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah since like the early 60s. So I think we're talking like almost 55 years. So, so that's where I go, you know, I'm not worthy, that kind of thing. You know, I'm only at 40. I'm still a young buck. So, uh, you know, I, now, we're still young bucks. We're still young bucks.
1: Now, yeah, I do I remember my son's first old. year. Though, my, my son's first day, he had a meltdown because he was only seven. <laughs> so that was fif- 15 <laughs> years ago. He's been on and off for the last 15 years. And, and he started with Felix Valencia, a Lomico, uh, a screamador.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and I actually had to step on the mat to to chill him out a little bit. But he was seven; he literally had do a that? meltdown oh. because of my well, because of what status I had and that I knew Felix. Yes. So you were
2: out there and you chewed your kid out in a class because he was acting up or because he was crying? Oh no, no,
1: I had to step step in just to calm him down oh i i, oh, 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 oh. I didn't chew him out no he just had a, oh, had thought, a meltdown I because heard. he didn't know what to do
2: oh i see i see i i must have you must have cut out for a little bit because i had to step on the mat and and chew him out because of my my status and my you know whatever right and i was like what Oh, you yeah, had to no, calm no. him down. Oh, I had to calm
1: him down. Yeah, I know. I Aww. felt so bad. I stepped on the mat and he was fine as long as I was there.
2: Right. Oh. Aww. Aww. You know, I get I get a lot of that that kind of stuff when uh, you know, I get like new tiny tigers that come in sometimes. Like, you know, the 4-year-olds and the 5-year-olds, they come in and they either one they stick close to mom or dad because they don't want to come out with all the other kids wearing these uniforms with big tigers on their back um, because they're being shy. And and when I go out there and talk to them, you know, they, they go and hide, like, over by their, their parent's shoulder and stuff like that, and they're being very shy. Um, and uh, so we get that, and they don't come out at all. Or, B, they come out, and then they do, like, what Brenda did. They start crying because... They don't know what to do, and they're frustrated, and they're embarrassed, right? And they right. don't know how to deal right. with that. Or three, act like they just have, like, a ton of sugar before they came to class, and they just start running around and grabbing everything and, you know, grabbing everything out of the supply closet and throwing out mitts and gloves and stuff like that and go, whoa, what's this, what's this, what's this, what's this? You know, yeah, I'd much rather deal with the people running around and grabbing stuff off the wall. Stuff like that because when right. kids cry, it breaks my heart, and it's hard for me to 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 be that you know neutral person because it literally just like it gets to me. It breaks my heart, and I and I just want to coddle them and go, oh, "It's okay," you know that kind of thing. And it's it's hard to to be that teacher at the, in in that aspect. So yeah, so. Yeah, Eric Dutra says, I was a late bloomer. I started at the age of 42. So, and that's, that's fine. Tom Dwyer writes in and he says, My second grade teacher, a nun, and a cousin beat my ass with a ruler. I should have roundhouse her. Rest <laughs> That's not quite martial arts, but, you know, a ruler on your ass is the use of a weapon. We will call it a martial art. We'll call it nun foo for you. <laughs> we'll call it nun foo for you, Tom. A nun. And that nun was your cousin? Wow. Interesting. So Janie larkin are uh, one of our loyal listeners, writes in, and she said, my first day back from having an eight-year break, I had my bionic brace on uh, my knee from um, ACL surgery and was trying to keep up with the young ones and pushing through the pain. Oh, so she remembers that first day back. Right on. Um, I remember my first day in Khan Karate. Um, I forgot how old I was. Uh, oh, no, I take that back. That, that was not the first martial art I tried. I tried going to the Filipino, uh, Filipino Community Center and trying the martial arts they had there. No, I was eight, I had no idea what they were doing. All I knew is that there was sticks, you know, and all this moving around. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't even know there was Filipino martial arts at that time. Go figure, right? You know, because I was used to karate and stuff like that. But, you know, I was eight. I didn't take it seriously. Um, you know, it, it was confusing at the time. But, you know, I did it for a little bit, and then I took a little break, and Then I discovered Botoku Kan Karate. That's when I started getting really serious uh, about martial arts. Um, That's when I got obsessed with martial arts. But my first day, literally, it was my mom coming back from, I don't know where she came back from, and she said, Hey, girls, do you guys want to try karate? And I went, Yeah! Because, you know, watching Kung Fu, the Kung Fu TV series, and stuff like that, way back in the seventies. Which, get this, Bob, I I mentioned this TV series to a bunch of to a bunch of teenagers in my uh, teens class the other day, and I said, yeah, I got into martial arts because of the country TV series. And they're like, well, what channel is that on? And I'm like, it's not. It was an old TV series. Well, when was that? Back in the seventies. They had no idea what the hell that TV series was. <laughs> None, whatsoever. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, did I lose Bob?
1: No, I'm right here. I'm listening. Oh, okay.
2: Okay, so they had no clue what that was. But anyway, um, and we said, yeah, sure. And um, we found out that it was at a community center just a few blocks down the road. And we went, well, when did it start? Well, it's, you know, it's tonight. So it's tonight. This is the first day of the quarter. And I went, Whoa. okay. So we went, we went down there with my mom, and she registered us. And uh, the first day, um, this tall guy with long blonde hair and a, and, a, and a beard, you know, came in with a karate uniform. And we were all just kind of like hanging out in the uh, all-purpose room, me and a bunch of other kids and uh, a few adults. And we were told that the teacher was going to be there soon. So anyway, our teacher, Sensei Peter Gurney, walks in um, with his gi all rolled up and swung around his shoulder, and he comes in, and he goes, so you're all here for for the karate class, right? And we said, yeah. So he says, okay, I'll be back, and he went and changed and came back out, and it completely changed how he looked, right? I mean, he came in, and he was wearing jeans and and sandals, and, you know, we kind of like Looked at each other like, oh, he kind of looks like a hippie because he had long hair, you know that kind of thing. Um, and he did; he kind of looked like a hippie. But then when he walked into the walked into the dojo with his heavyweight gi on and his black belt, it completely changed the mood. And we all like, whoa, that's that's pretty cool. And um, he he introduced himself, and we all introduced ourselves. And uh, he took measurements. Of us, all of us. And uh, all I remember is taking the measurements and we learned what horse stance was, what forward stance was, and how to do forward punch, uh, upward block, and tin uh, getty and my getty, which is the instep kick or groin kick and the front kick. And then the next class we came to, he actually had our karate geese for us. We were like, what? You know? And it was free. We didn't have to pay for it. I mean, how cool is that? Um, it, was, it was just incredible. Um, and, and that day absolutely started my obsession. I started checking out library books, and, and it was just an obsession until now. So there you go. Now, we have some other people that are writing in about their first day in martial arts, um, Let's see. Eric Dutra writes, um, oh, I just lost it. <laughs> Where did it go? Okay. Eric Dutra writes, starting at an older age for me was better than starting as a kid. I have a greater appreciation and understanding than I, that I would have had when I was younger. First day of class, soaked my ghee totally with sweat, and I've been hooked since. I can't get enough. Right on. We've got Ariana Burns watching. Hey, Ari, how you doing? Renee Lynn Winter um, writes in, who is a fellow Botokokan sensei. How you doing, Sensei Renee? She writes, my brother started under Master Bob Hill in Botokokan karate. He came home and started teaching me, LOL. (laughs) Besides that, I was a tournament bleachers brat until I was around 11 years old. Sensei Bill Olson was my first actual instructor in Butoku Kan Karate. Um, hey, and Michael Realmo's watching. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody over there at Americana Jiu Jitsu. I just want to do a shout out to Americana Jiu Jitsu and uh, uh, Michael Rialmo, who's uh, watching right now. He is uh, one of the, uh, he is one of the uh, gym. Uh, I wanted to say Jim runners. He's one of the owners of uh, Americana Jiu-Jitsu. So if you guys are in the Yucca Valley, uh Palm Springs, uh Joshua Tree, 29 Palms area and you're looking for Jiu-Jitsu, check out Americ Americana Jiu-Jitsu, Americana Jiu-Jitsu Collective, Americana Jiu-Jitsu Collective. Go there and tell them Rusty sent you. <laughs> So, if you're, or, you know, or even if you're visiting, if you're ever visiting and you're looking for, you know, jujitsu, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know if Michael does like, uh, you know, drop in classes where you pay for one class just because you're visiting or whatever. I don't know if uh, you do that, Michael, but uh, if you don't, you should. <laughs> so, anyway, shout out to Americana Jiu Jitsu Collective. All right. So, let's hear about the rest of you guys out there. Um, your first day in martial arts now here's another question i'm going to pose this to bob first you know so considering that you don't remember your first day of martial arts i'm pretty sure you remember like some of your other younger years because you know the first day can be you know can be hard to remember but what did you absolutely want to learn back then when you were a kid i mean did you want to learn how to you know jump jump the treetops and stuff like that, like in the movies. I mean, what did you absolutely want to learn back then?
1: You know, that's a great question. Uh, of course, I was I was influenced by the Kung Fu TV show. Uh, I was interested in more of the the techniques that you saw David Carradine because David Carradine on air made it look effortless. He was throwing yes, people around, you know, absolutely effortless. And we know it's just not—we know it's just not like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was what I wanted to learn.
2: Yeah, you know, initially I wanted to learn kung fu also, and I had no idea there was a kung fu school in Chinatown. You know, and karate being the nearest thing, I just went ahead and did it. You know, and, uh, you know, found out that a lot of the techniques were the same, but, you know, it wasn't Kung Fu, Um, which is okay. I love karate. I love that it provided me with my base. Um, You know, honestly, when I first started, you know, I had seen, you know, the Chinese connection and Enter the Dragon and stuff like that before I started, Uh, you know, even in the Filipino Community Center, you know, with like that, you know, few weeks of, you know, a mix of Filipino martial arts and karate and stuff like that. Um, And I wanted to learn nunchucks. I wanted to learn the nunchaku. That's what I wanted to learn. And um, I did get a chance to learn it. Hit myself in the head an awful lot, uh, but I did get a chance to learn it. And from from there, it just, like, built my obsession with uh, martial arts weapons in general. Chinese weapons, Japanese weapons, Filipino weapons. You know, weapons from European countries. It didn't matter. I, you know, I just had this fascination with weapons. Um, so, yeah. What about you out there? What was, the, what was the cool thing that you guys wanted to learn back in the day when you were a kid or when you first started? So this is probably a good question for Eric. Eric Dutra out there who started out late in his, uh, in his martial arts journey, started when he was 42. Um, you know, when you first started you know, what what cool thing came to mind that you would want to learn? So um, let's see here. Renee Lynn Winner says, I love China O'Brien. That was a cool movie. That was a cool movie. Um, Jane Jamie writes, I wanted to learn exactly what I teach now, escape waza, or, or escaping techniques, she writes. Um, Rick Kellerman Remembers his first kung fu lesson, and he writes. Get his. Uh, let me get it up here. He writes. My first kung fu lesson was was with some guy who would actually come to our house and teach us. I had read Ed Parker's Secrets of Chinese Karate, and he did many of the things that were in that book. I was so stoked. Apparently, he read the same book. <laughs> <laughs> Renee writes, Cynthia Rothrock. Yes, I, re- I remember China O'Brien. That was a cool movie. That was. Um, the, 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 Renee Renee wanted to learn to be the best. That's uh that's a that's a good one. Um, now you can people out there, if you want, you can still answer what you wanted to learn way back then as a kid or when you first started learning martial arts. But one last question. Uh, Before we close out, I know we had a lot of technical difficulties. We started three times, and mentally I'm drained and I have a headache. So, But I'm going to ask everyone this one last question. Has your outlook on the martial arts changed since you first started to now? Now, you know, of course, you know, if you started when you were a kid, like a little teeny kid, and you're like 50-something or 60-something now, I would imagine that it's going to change. But if you only started just a few years ago, there is a possibility possibility that uh, your outlook could change. But, you know, if you just changed, if you just started last year, you know, you're still getting into it and probably, you know, building the outlook, right? So anyway, has your outlook changed about martial arts about, you know, like what you thought martial arts was or anything like that? Has it changed from then until now? So, Bob, I'm going to pose a question to you first.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because I started like most of us did in Taekwondo because back then, even though there there were Kung Fu schools out there, they weren't, there there wasn't a lot of them. In fact, I joined the only ta- one of the only Taekwondo schools in town, and the first one here in town. Wow. But it, you know when I started Kali and Jikundo and, and, and Okinawanteya, and it changed dramatically from what, mm-hmm. what I thought it once was. And you know, back to the Kung Fu thing, that, back then they did not le- they did not welcome uh, Caucasians with open arms. Back then. Right,
2: right, right. Still in the 70s, you, you would know. think, but you know, it was like right after the whole 60s thing, and there was still a lot of people that were still hanging on to, you know, a little bit of discrimination and, and stuff like that,
1: right? Oh yeah, I, there there was a video store down in Wilmington, California that rented nothing but martial arts films in the 80s, and the owner, which was a Pacqua master, on his father's deathbed promised never wow. to teach Caucasians ever.
2: What
1: really? Yeah, and and that was in the eighties.
2: Wow, that's kind of fucked up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really is, isn't it? And and speaking yeah. of China O'Brien, did, did I I don't know if you remember this. Do you do you remember that that the Martial Arts History Museum has one of Cynthia Rothrock's costumes from that movie?
2: That's right. On display yes, they do. They have it on display in the. Um, is it on the same? Wait, no, it's on the. Uh, it's on the Chinese and Japanese side, isn't it? Or is it on the. the media no, it side? was on
1: on the on the media side. Yeah. Okay. That uh, well, was when, in the un- Exactly. Yeah. And when they unveiled it, they actually had Cynthia there and the costume designer from the movie.
2: Wow, I didn't know that. I had no clue. Yeah.
1: And that was That's very cool. cool. I I was there. Yeah.
2: Nice. That's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> you know, it was funny tonight yeah. when I was talking when I was at Matt Moy's house earlier, uh, you know, there's certain things that he can't talk about. He can't talk about his new movie made with Bai Ling or or his uh Marvel's uh T V show The The New Warriors. He said, I can't oh. tell you anything, Bob and I said, Really? He says, yeah, because you know everybody. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even – because I've told Matt stories of people I meet in my car as an Uber driver. Directors, oh, wow. producers. Yeah, and he's like, I can't tell you shit. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I he goes, you have too many questions. I go, okay, I'll stop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, that's funny.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, and I wanted Uh, to mention, I did enter to win the free shirt.
2: Oh, nice. Okay. I guess we'll find out if we're uh, eligible or not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nick Kellerman says, Bob, my FIFA learned a staff set from a guy who made him swear never to teach a Guaylo, So he taught his Chinese friend, who taught me. Problem solved right Uh, uh jamie writes that's cool but i would fight cynthia for a pair of white silk she owns with a blue dragon on it those are sweet yep those are um eric dutra writes i started because i was watching my son and got to know the sensei and he actually had to talk me into it because his adult class was small i played baseball for over 20 years and was away from any activity for a long time, so I thought I would just join for some exercise and ended up loving it. From there, as I learned more and advanced, I became even more hooked. Now, I train four days a week, and I wish I could do more. Wow, right on, Eric. Four days a week, that is, that's awesome. That is
1: oh, so I, and awesome. I, I, that, That is so cool, isn't it? That is yeah. insane. Now, I did yes. want to ask Danny a question. What day is she coming in for Dragon Fest?
2: All right, Janie, start typing, girl. <laughs> what day are because you coming in? Because if she, in? If she because comes come in, in early Friday, enough,
1: maybe on Friday we can take her over to the uh, museum before they close. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think that would be awesome. What do you think, Janie? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I have to. I have to. Uh, I have to remember that there's like a 30 second delay from the time we talk until Facebook gets it. So. Maybe 30 seconds from now. Oh, she says, I'm hoping to be there on the 24th, so that's Friday. So when on Friday? We should take you to the museum, Janie. Let's take you to the museum. What time are you coming in? What time are you coming in?
1: Yeah, because I know Saturday and Sunday they're going to be closed, so we should try to arrange something special that she's driving from so far.
2: Yeah, Janie says, I'm down with that. Um, but we just need to know when you know, about what time you're coming in. Um, uh, yeah, that would be great.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and she'll have all our phone numbers so when she comes in I'll 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 send her my phone number so she can call me.
2: Yeah. That'd be great. <clears throat> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, uh I should be I should be coming in like uh that morning. So that way maybe we could just both meet up with Janie. For, you right. know, and take it, you know, meet up with her, take her to the museum, and eat afterwards, or vice versa, versa vice, you know, that kind of thing. But she says exactly. she's down with it, so that's good. Yeah, she says she's down with, she's down with that. So right on. She goes, I will try to get there as early as I can. I will message you guys when I get into town. Okay, good. Very cool. Good, good. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, before we go, I'll just go ahead and uh, chime in with how my outlook on the martial arts has has changed ever since I was a little girl. Um, Of course, you know, being a kid, um, you know, I, I looked at martial arts as being kick punch and, you know, superpowers type of thing, right? And with my sister and I being the only girls at the time, in that class, you know, we thought, well, we're doing something that a lot of girls don't want to do because it, it must be hard, it must be tough. So, you know, we thought, oh, we're going to we're going to do this to get tough, right? No bullies are going to bully us anymore. And you know, we were being bullied even during that time. Even while we were studying, we were still being bullied. But it didn't bother us anymore because we knew we could just kick their ass, right? Right. <laughs> right? But, yeah, back then it was just all about, you know, I'm learning to be tough. I'm tough, you know, and this and that and the other. And, uh, and of course, you know, since then I've learned that it's not necessarily about being tough. That's, that uh, all the things that, that, you know, involve fighting and, and knives and weapons and blades and kicking and punching and grappling and kicking someone's ass and stuff, that's all, like, really secondary material, you know, that's just extra icing on the cake. You know, I've, I, my outlook now is that uh, martial arts is, is uh, a way to connect with your body again um, and uh, a way to connect to being able to not, you know, in some cases to not take yourself so seriously because you have to be corrected if, if you have a great teacher, right? You're going to be corrected. They're going to nitpick sometimes, and you can't take it personally. You can't take yourself seriously, and you just got to keep working at it. Um, You know, so mental discipline and all that other good stuff is, uh, in my mind, um, the focal point martial arts, um, as well as, you know, learning to become a better person um, in public and in private, that kind of thing, Uh, all the kicking and punching and Hurting people and stuff like that—that's uh, that's secondary. So, anyway, uh, whew, well, it is. What time is it? It's like getting getting pretty late. I'm about ready to fall out. It's about eight sixteen. Um, sorry about all of the uh, all of the uh, technical difficulties. Internet was not just didn't want to play today. You know, the show didn't want to play today. But I'm glad we managed to get uh, both Cat and Bob. Uh, working on the line uh, with us tonight after the third try, third time's a charm, folks. Yep. So, yeah. So anyway, um, any last minute bits regarding any anything that we talked about um, before we head out, Bob?
1: Uh, no, I just uh, I know we're not going to have a show until Dragon Fest. I just look forward to seeing everybody there. Look forward to meeting you, Janie. And uh, yes. I hope to see everybody in three weeks.
2: Yes, definitely. So, again, no show next week. I'm going to be out in Michigan with Kathy Long. And uh, then there's uh, PAMA. I'm not going to be able to do anything. I might, but it might just be, like, short snippets, you know, on behalf of Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio about what's going on at PAMA, uh, but not a full show. Um, and uh, But definitely – Tune in the 25th and 26th and uh, see what's going on. We'll try to cover as much of the uh, the event as we can, as much of the stuff that's going on as, on stage as much as we can, uh, as many interviews as we can get. Um, and, uh, and then I guess we'll go from there. So anyway, have a great next couple of weekends. because. <laughs> I'm not going to be around for any of those. Uh, but we'll see everyone August 25th and 26th live from Dragon Fest. Don't miss it. We'll see everyone that, at that time. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bob. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. See you later. Uh,
2: and bye, Randy Halsley. He says, great show. See you guys at Dragon Fest. Danny says, can't wait to meet you guys. Um, so, yeah. Bye, everybody.